table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Almost there we go. Hey, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is the Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 404-603-8770 or triple eight nine two six seven five six two. He was muting them gators so much in the last segment. I was. <laughs> I forgot to turn us back on. I know. My right? bad. My bad, man. <laughs> the other orange and blue. We yeah. had to kick him out. <laughs> Which we'll get to that uh, momentarily as we also discussed uh, week one of the NFL. Uh, hope everyone had a good time off last Monday. Uh, of course, we did. So yeah. we got a lot to discuss uh, for today's topics. Also, U.S. Open to get to. <laughs> Somebody was praying and praying on my downfall, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I want WBA uh, to discuss. And well, I forgot to put them on the hashtag, but they season over, so they that's well, why we got to talk about that and yeah. what the playoffs mean for other teams that are involved, and then prep sports coming up uh, at the top of the hour. But let's begin at what happened in Flushing, in New York, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Saturday. Somebody had a – is there a way to say cakewalk any any other way? Oh but boy. they had a complete breeze to the Here finals. We Here we go. And their final matchup was going to be a breeze. I mean, I tweeted out that this was going to be historic. That's Number why I watched You shouldn't have been tweeting nothing. <laughs> bad energy. But go ahead. Go Number ahead. 24 was going to be boring but historic. Because she was about to tie Margaret Court for 24 Grand Slam titles. The GOAT, Serena Williams. She was putting away her competition throughout last week. Straight sets, like 6-3, 6-1, 6-2s. And normally, for the GOAT, Serena, for her to lose in the finals, she has to be pushed to a third set. She has to be, you know, pushed to where she has to either recover ground on a set or, you know, have to do something she's not used to. They're returning her power serve on a court that. I should have called that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happened now. That's what happened. <laughs> when she had it right there, the help was gone. Uh, Osaka was knocked out because she had an amazing beatdown of Coco. Shout out to her, who is going to be up and coming. 15, we get it and everything. 
And the grace that she showed, let me back up, the grace that she showed with Coco by having her come out to to center court and say, hey, these people are here for you, even though I won. You know, yeah. you are. The future. The future. Well, the near future. The near future. Because Osaka can be considered, considered the it's now. It's considered the now, yeah. correct. And so Osaka was gone. The help was gone. <laughs> I, I mean, anyone that could have beaten Serena was gone. She didn't even have to play Venus in a quarterfinal. I mean, she destroyed Sharapova right out the gate. Well, she's supposed to, but you know, we six we, one, six one, in yeah. 44 minutes. Yeah, and the show wasn't even over yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, you went to go get something to drink, something no. you came back, yeah. and it was in the. Serve. She was serving for a match. Yeah, serve it broke. Right. Broke, serve, broke, broke, <laughs> it the whole, broke it the whole time. Everything. But go ahead. So, all of that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And she gets to the finals. Go ahead. And it's, she goes down 6-3. And then after that, it's 5-1. And it's like, okay, what is she going to do? And I give her credit. She rallied back, tied it at five. But Bianca went ahead, won the next two, 7-5. I'm just saying, Serena Williams in the last four finals that she's been in, in a Grand Slam final, she hasn't won. Serena Williams is the LeBron James of tennis. It's too soon for that. It's too soon for that. But you, I, I can get it that you're chomping at the bit to say that, but it's too I'm soon. not chomping at the bit. You're smiling. Said, you're smiling while stuff, you're saying this. I said stuff long before they took place. Three years ago, I said she would never win another final. Correct? Did I not? Are you done? I'm just saying, correct? Yes did. or no? Did you I say did. that? You did. I'm going to give you credit for some stuff, but I didn't give that LeBron James she, nonsense. That's, that's, the part, that's the part where I'm How? like, not, no, no. All these finals she's getting to, she, she and you to. don't measure GOATs, and I'm, you don't measure GOATs by the fact that they made it to finals. She, you she, measure GOATs she, by winning she's finals. She's playing to tie the record. She's the only person in contention. She's playing to tie the record. LeBron's not playing to tie nothing. Thank you. Yes, he is. He needs to get to Kobe so he can be seen he has two. as Laker lore. Well, he, he, got, needs to, he needs to get two to get to Kobe. He, he needs to get one before we start talking about him getting to Kobe. Right. Thank, thank you. You know what I mean? He so needs he three. Ain't there yet, so he, no, exactly. Now he, he, so I'm not going there. I'm not, but Is she not? Okay. But I How many times has LeBron been to the finals and lost recently? Yeah, I'll wait. It's been a lot. Okay. How many times has Sabrina been to the finals and lost lately? I'll wait. This said four times. Four straight. She has, she's, had, she's having a goat slump. <laughs> <laughs> so she is the LeBron James of tennis. I'm not going to. I'm nah, not going. I'm not going to hitch my horse. My, I'm not going to hitch it. I don't want you to hitch it. Don't hitch it now because it's going to cost you more when you hitch it later. No, no, I'm not. Gonna, go, the U-Haul costs more. No, the price see, is going to go see, up. So you don't the price is going up so next you, year. So you, no, no, no. Next, next year when she makes it to the Australian Open in January. So you forget. You forget the conversation that we had. Laugh, I said, if she doesn't win it, I wanted her to win it in Wimbledon when, I, when the doors open wide open. for those who think I'm not hating. Yes, yeah, she there you I'm is. not hating. Yeah, yeah. I want her to win. The, I want her no, to break don't. the record. No, you don't. I do want – I don't like being no, right. Don't. It's hard being right. Oh, look, it's what? so hard to be right. I should have took a half an hour off. <laughs> got here at 7.30. It's hard being right. I don't take pleasure in being right. I should have called Prep Sports to call in first. (laughs) (laughs) With high school news. And then came in afterwards. So I'm going to say this. And I said it. Wimbledon. I was like, Wimbledon was wide open. I thought once Osaka got put out, it was open for her. And she didn't didn't win it. And I had always said that um, U.S. Open fit 
fit her power for what she is now. Agreed. And and I, I agree. And I also said, she didn't win it this time. I hate to have to come and lean toward you and her not winning one. Because of the fact of it's okay, man. after she didn't, she doesn't win this one, it's another year added on. The competition as far as with the women have turned the corner the last couple of years. And so they are catching up to her. Two things are happening to her. She has no control over one diminishing return as far as what her body can put out and then two the rest of the field catching up and so now you seeing her this year as a fifth seed get you know she wasn't a number one seed well she's an eighth seed and she got beat by a fifth seed so we still think that serena according to all the the experts don't even barely have her in the top 10. so i am i hate to say this <laughs> I, I hate i hate to say this I, I I have always been with you in terms of Serena and again the diminishing return if she did not win it this year. So I, I I feel next season when she starts to lose, it won't be in the finals. It'll be in the semifinals. And as she keeps going going getting older, it'll be in the quarterfinals. So she'll start getting closer toward what Venus does is do is doing in her career. And she had that one. Great run. Well, hopefully More she, had, like it, Wimbledon hopefully she has that one great one and she can win it and get it over with. I wanted her to do it this season, win, and be on about her business. So, yes, with this with this talk about Serena and will she win another one, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, I am on the 60-75% tile of, of you. I'm not all the way there. Uh, I'm leaving room or not because you keep on using the word never. I'm not, I'm <laughs> you not, ain't ready to go 100%. I, I'm not ready to go 100%. That's fine. But unfortunately, yes, I what am. What percentage are you now? I'm then? at 75, 80% that she won't win. Which one? 75? I want a lockdown number right I'm now. At, I'm today. At, I want I'm it at, on record. I'm at 80%. Okay. That she doesn't win another one. 80%. And and I, I'll go even further. I'm, I'm only going to circle two tournaments that she can win it if she stays in all of next season. Wimbledon in the U.S.? Women's in the U.S. She, she, her game is not fit anymore for the French or for the Australian. Now, that's mm. period. Matter of fact, I'll tell you right now how she's going to finish in the Australian. She's going to lose in the semifinals in the mm. Australian. That, that sounds like hate to me, y'all. No, nah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, why, why can't mine be objective? But one, yours has to be. Because one, your words are never. <laughs> and then now two, you came up with LeBron James. <laughs> you can't be objective. No. That is objective. Those are facts. Those are facts. This is far right. <laughs> Fake news facts. Those are facts. No, but she has lost in the finals. And somebody, somebody. Again and again and again and again. Somebody hitting and saying Australia. Might fit her more now, and then Wimbledon, then Wilmington. Yeah, that's what they said. Then, okay, I think I, I just saw fit Australia more. I didn't see the end. Then Wilmington. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm gonna pick Wilmington is because it's just like we talk about Tiger. Is you want to win the Masters? He, he but he can go to the Masters and close his eyes and yeah. know what's going on. They know Wilmington. They know Wilmington. That's the one you want like to the, win, and like the back of their hand. Yeah. They they know it. They understand the the mystique. They understand everything that you know that 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 goes on there. So, um, but you know, and it's down under. That's a whole different change to your your, your body. For any player, yeah, for time, yeah, time yeah. sleep period, and yeah. everything is totally off. Mm-hmm. Well, with Wimbledon, with six hours. As opposed to a whole well, day, you, you've gotten adjusted. <laughs> so you do, you do all seed, and then you do French, then you adjust again. Time you get to Wimbledon, you're really almost on American time as far as your body, body would feel. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I just feel Wimbledon and U.S. Open. 
Wilmington because of the prestige. They want to win there. And I still feel U.S. Open, the one thing she's not going to lose from this from this season to next season is her power, but she will get slower. You know what I mean? She will be Well, she's going to lose some of it. But not but not as much. Um, she's so going to lose get, some so they, of it. So they're saying they get to Australia two weeks before the, journey, the tourney starts, so they get time to adjust. I get, still... I, I mean, let's be honest. How many people even going from East Coast to West Coast, it takes your body a couple of days to adjust. I, now, I understand you saying, you know, two weeks, but, I mean, that's still yeah, an you. adjustment period. I get, I mean, Jet I, lag is a real thing. I, I'm, not, I'm, not arguing, <laughs> I'm not arguing about any of it when it comes to the, the, the time change. I just don't feel Australian, Australian Open. I disagree with Australian Open being fit more. To, I mean, it's, if I'm not mistaken, Australian is more of a natural course as well, correct? So it's similar to it's, to, it's to more, Wilmington. It's kind of in between Wilmington and uh, the U.S. Open. Yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not hardcore, but it ain't grass. You know what I mean? It's right. It's astral turf or whatever you want to call it, whatever they may have now. So I, I mean, hey, you could look at it. You know what? Maybe she wins the Australia Open because not a lot of eyes will be on the Aussie Open as much so as they she all, don't have the pressure as of winning much as they home. much as they are on the French and the and the and the and the Wilmington, and you know everybody's going to be watching. When it comes to the stateside, so maybe she can go into the go into um, the Australian Open, and you know everybody's gearing up, and maybe not at their full top of their game until later tournaments. So maybe she can sneak one in that way. But I just feel personally that the two the two are Wilmington again because of prestige, and U.S. Open because of it fits her power game now, and you know. But I'm I'm up to eighty percent hitching my horse to her not winning the twenty four. But congratulations to Serena. She did win her 100th U.S. Open victory. She has 100 U.S. wins. That's so what? I'm need just to get saying. 24. I mean, I mean, it's the same thing as LeBron. Uh, no, it ain't. Winning an MVP. She is not compared to LeBron. <laughs> She's not. Stop She's saying, not. Man. Stop. No. Stop she is saying, not compared to LeBron. No. No. Her, and no. be honest with you, I would say her greatness level for her sport is bigger than LeBron. Not, and that's because I'm, not, of time. I'm not talking about greatness so it's like respect, am I? What did I say? You said she's How the LeBron James of tennis. Because she keeps going to the finals and losing. She's, she's, she's only – LeBron's has how many losses in the finals? Six. Six. She's, so she, she, do, she, she said four. Get, no, that's she, just four she, straight. She said four, four straight. straight. Four straight. Okay. We can go back now. She got – but no. Okay, well, see, that's but, a, that, that but part I'm of the saying, point. How long I'm has saying. she been great? But we want to talk about the four straight now, but we don't want to talk about the 23 that she has. Thank you. I'm not talking – we don't talk about the three that he has. Because he – Because it's irrelevant. <laughs> the three don't compare <laughs> to the 23. The three don't compare to the 23. We're talking about the that's here the and now. What, We're talking about the here the, and now. The 23 don't compare to the three that he has. He has three, right? And she got 23. Is he not considered to be the second greatest person to play in the NBA? No. Emphatically, no. no. I'm we, just saying, do no. not people, don't people say that he is the second greatest player. What did you say about what, three-fourths of the Jordan? country? Two-thirds of the country. Two-thirds of the country. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, so. <laughs> did I say that they were, what did I say? Don't people consider him the second greatest no, player. They consider him. The argument is always is he the top five player. No. Yes. Oh, you got people saying he's the GOAT. And no. Because they don't people, know any better. No, they grew I, up no, in this you, era. I'm not arguing that. What am I saying? Listen to my words. He is no. Listen no. to my words. Do people, yes or no, 
say that LeBron is the second greatest player next to Michael Jordan. That's an open-ended statement. How is it open-ended? Because you, can do, yes with, you no. can do that, you can do that yes with no. any statement. No, it's not either. It's like you can do that with any statement. You can say, don't oh. people consider uh, Kobe the closest thing to Jordan? Like, yeah, dog. I mean, there are some people oh, that so say that's that. True. So it's true. So it's true. Majority. Some people, I'm not so saying, been, no, no. We're not talking no, about No, you didn't put majority. You did not put majority in the statement. It is majority. Okay, I'll put it. Majority. No. Yes, but they do. And you have the other majority that consider him the greatest. No. no but no. the fact remains, he has consistently lost in the finals. This is true. That's the fact. His right? whole career. Hold on, hold on, hold on. His whole career. Not her whole career. Her whole career, she has 23 grand slams. She has 23 grand. And now you're saying. In I the, said she's the GOAT. And, and now you're saying in the last. Four straight finals. And now you're saying in the last. Not to even go back beyond that, though. But and, go ahead. And, and now you're saying in the last 18 months that she's lost four straight in the finals. That sounds like LeBron She's to compared me. to LeBron. No, I, no, 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 no. I, LeBron is how, how many finals has he? Outside of this last playoffs that they missed. Yeah, went to 10 straight. And how many did well, he lose was straight? It, was, was how many did he straight? lose straight? Was it 10 straight? Or did he go? Nine. Nine straight. Nine. He's nine been nine. Nine, nine straight, straight. finals. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, this is supposed to be number 10. Number and he well, it would have been number 10. Well, it would have been, yeah. Just it would have been, right? Yeah. No, this would have been 9. Well, the next apparent was going to be the 10th. Or 9. No, no, he's at 9. He's, he's been at, he's, he's been at nine. 9 straight time. Yeah, because he's lost 6. Right. And he has 3. And how many times did he go consecutively and lose? He has 3. No, how many times did he go to the finals and lose consecutively before this last playoff that they missed completely? Was it like? Like five, five, five or six. Five or six. And Serena, no, five. Five. And Serena's at four. But can't, she has talk 23. Talk, talk, we're not talking about that. Yeah, you can't pick and choose oh the facts you want to use. God. What is that, <laughs> bro? Facts are facts. But it, they facts are, but they're not facts. all relevant to the facts argument you're making. Facts are facts. So, okay, orange is, orange is a great color. That's a uh, fact. It doesn't make it relevant to the conversation. Serena's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm 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 i Breathalyzer or something. They got something for the CBD oil down here in Georgia now. Somewhere we can we can figure out what's oh. going on before he gets on. Again, I will I will agree with you 80% now about her winning another one. I will come on board with that. I am not going to go on board. So you hope record. she don't make it to another final lose to thus prove, continue to prove my point. No, no. What, I, what, I, what I've said is. Does it, let me ask you this question. Does it matter if she makes it to the finals? Because they call you Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> it is week one. <laughs> I, I am afraid that next year, again, instead of her losing in the finals, she starts losing in the semifinals or in the quarterfinals. So, the, like again, the return on her – well, the diminishing return on her performance will start next season. So that's why I am on on record. I'm going to do what I did to Tiger. I circled <sighs> the Masters and was like, if he doesn't win that, then we can start talking about him not making, making you know, getting four to tie mm-hmm. to tie Jack. I am doing this with Serena. She, she, she had two excellent 
manna from heaven <laughs> in, in, in Wimbledon and in the U.S. Open. Easy road, right? Easy road. Like, like all her distractions, can't get no easier. Exactly. It can't get no easier. But sometimes we wonder how them goats climb that wall on the side. You sit there and you see them up there. You're like, how did you climb the wall? How, you know, you ever see those mountain goats? They climb, they climb the side of a, sl- a right. flat rock. We wonder how they get up there. Maybe it has to be hard for Serena to get there. I don't know. <sighs> I am circling, though, the two tournaments. And and after that, I'll keep coming closer to your she won't win one. I okay. refuse to use the word never, <laughs> but I'm 80% on board that she won't win one. So here's where I'm you're, going. Look, you're not wrong. You're just adding too much to your to your premise. <laughs> you know, her, what did he say? I'm he not wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're trying to add too much sugar to this, man. No, like, here's what, here's, you are. here's what he's doing. Here's what he's doing. He's trying to score points for, and, the, for the college playoff. You know he's thirteen and zero, right? Yeah. But he got to he got to score points. <laughs> you know what I mean to impress the voters. So now I got to throw in this LeBron comment. You know what I mean? That's all he do. That's, a, that's he, the only thing I disagree with if you. Yeah, let it go. I might have been all the way on there, but I can't go all the way with the LeBron. I can't go all the way there. No, okay. I'm not comparing twenty three to to three. If you want to do that, comparing four straight frame. finals. I get you. Four straight finals and five straight finals. And you didn't win. That's the same thing. At the tail end of your career after making 23. But you don't want to say that part. Yeah, because LeBron was losing up in the prime of his career. At the prime. <laughs> That's why she's not him. At the in, prime. In the prime of his career. In year 7, 8, and 9 in his in his career, the Heat. He's in what, the, year 17? And he's supposed to be the best. This is not prime. This is no, his prime. no. When he lost, he was in his prime. When he started losing, he was in his prime. He was entering his prime. Y'all when he won. She ain't losing. She, you are comparing. Y'all comparing no, you y'all brought comparing, him in this. Y'all are comparing. Listen, y'all are comparing the number of titles. I'm, I'm talking about the fact that now I'm calling Belichick. They both won, right? They Belichick. Both won. What did you use to, chuck, to, 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 to test Josh Gordon? Can I borrow it next week? They Seriously. both won their titles, right? And now, whether it's 23, 3, 5, 6, 7, 25, it doesn't, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about since they last won a final, they've been there several times and continue to lose in the finals. Can we go to, can we talk about Nadal now? Yes, and I should have picked him last week. <laughs> I had mentioned but we him. But did, I didn't know Federer, I mean, uh, Djokovic was going to pull out, though. Yeah, due to injury. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I still probably would have gave Federer one more kind of run at it, maybe. But Nadal healthy looks amazing right now. Well, hey, again, you, you want to talk about Serena and women's side and then the men's side with the stranglehold Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal have on on right. their, side, their side of the court. The men side beyond those three are looking like how the women look when Serena was – in her prime, and the question was, was anybody going to come up and 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 test her and and and, and give her a, you know give her a real run, you know whether she still beat him, but could still be there at the semifinals at the finals, mm-hmm. you know anybody, a Joe Frazier to the I League, you know what I mean, just just anybody, and nobody was there on the women's side for a good almost a decade. Now we're seeing the same thing with the men. You take away Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, who is there? Like, there's a real fall-off, you know what I mean? Like, a, a, a real fall-off, so it's like... I think we mentioned over the last... One of them three have been the in the finals. 
I think I want to say six years in all of the major Grand Slams, which is French, Wimbledon, Australian, and U.S., it's been one of those three. One of those three. And I want to say the last six years, yes. it's been one of those three in the finals. It's, you know, and if not and two, and, and if and not two, it's, it's not some right. of them is Djokovic or Federer, you know right. what I mean? So, um, and the doll was injured for a few, of, a few of those years. that's the other yeah. two continue to dominate. So, now that Djokovic is having his little injury spurt and the doll is healthy. Nadal is now one more win away from tying Federer. He has 19, Federer's 20. Uh, Djokovic, I want to say, is 17, and San Francisco is 16. And I to don't, me, that's and, your Mount Rushmore. With the Mount Rushmore four. go four, and then you got to start going down below. Like I think Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic got to share a row on the <laughs> on the mountain because they all right there. It's I want to say it's 2019 and 17, and then San Francisco is what 16. Yeah. So I mean, you got to you got to add another little another little uh, start another line on the Mount Rushmore for men because I can't leave <laughs> off Nadal or Djokovic just to put Federer on. There. I mean, Federer had a great run, and for him to be <clears throat> at the age he is and still be dominant and be you know in the semifinals, the finals, and win actually, but you can't. There's there's arguments for Djokovic. There's arguments for for Nadal. Mount Rushmore is four people. What I know. I'm putting six on there. I'm you not can't leaving. Put six. I'm not leaving the doll. I'm not leaving the doll or, or, or Djokovic off. Nobody is. What are you talking about? Who you got on there? Who, who, That's who what I just didn't. No. I just named the top four: Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, Sampras. Four. So you gonna leave off some of the old school cats? Yes. You gonna, you gonna leave? I got off to Boris and them boys. I got to. I got to. Ooh, I, I ain't, I'm not gonna go down there, but. <laughs> I'm putting one of them on there from from back in the day. So who are you gonna leave off? I'm, I just said I'm not leaving nobody off. Okay, that's then the exactly. Why, that's the reason why I'm going down an extra line underneath <sighs> Federer, and then below Federer, Djokovic, and below Djokovic Nadal, and go two more years. You might be talking about knocking Sampras off. How are you gonna do that? Nobody's gonna catch that. That's those numbers. You just said nobody's coming up that can even begin to compare with those numbers. But I'm saying Sampras at 16. I was wrong. Uh, I did. Roger is 20. Uh, Nadal uh, again is 19. Djokovic is 16. I thought he was 17. He's 16. And my bad. Sampras is 14. And I, Nadal look healthy. He looks he's gonna be fine. And you talking about Borg? Borg has 11. Jimmy Connors is eight. Agassi is eight. So. When you got people who have doubled those numbers, I get you, and but, you playing against them but, in the finals yeah, every but, time. I about to say, but you got to remember, uh, McEnroe, Connors, Boris, those guys. Would, they were the same as right now when you got Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic. Well, all right, I get you, I got you. But anyway, <laughs> it's just I'm Nadal needs to win another Australian Open. No, he, he don't. One of those. He got to win another French. He got one. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. He got to win another French. You, I, you know they're going to talk about him that he's only won I, I don't one care. Australian Open. I don't care. You got to win well, another he, French. Well, he'll win another not, French not Open. You, not you picking his. I don't care. He got to win another French and get 20. And then he'll be the GOT? G-O-A-T? Nah. Again, I, I'm not splitting his amongst you, all of them. You can't put him above Federer? No, I can't put – I can't – at this point, I, I can't put Nadal, Federer, and, and, and Djokovic. Well, Djokovic has 16. I, I just – I can't separate those three right now. I just can't. Who needs to be tested? 
You. You, clearly, if you, you can't separate them. I can't separate them right uh. now. And they still got Cena. Had to, they have at least three years left for them. Federer maybe one, but Djokovic got four. Will have more than, I mean, Djokovic will have more than more than Federer and possibly more than Nadal. And he's beating them. In the so I'm not putting nobody on the GOAT stage out of those three. They're all right now. For right now. For right now. For right all, now, you the GOAT based on your numbers. So Federer is the GOAT for right now. Barely. I, I agree, as, barely. As, as the dog can change that by when's the French? April? Spring of yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah. By the first of June. Like I said, he's the, the healthiest. He's the healthiest of the three going into next season. And hey, we're gonna take a break. We come back. Uh maybe we'll get a CBD commercial because you're gonna get tested, not How me. We'll get tested. <laughs> How? This is DNA Sports Talk. With that unrational thinking. The people the people say I'm good. They don't know anybody. <laughs> 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 this is DNA Sports. I will be right back. You're listening to the Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Jackie Robinson, when you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey. Did you know The Real 1100 AM is now on Facebook? Man, that's right. You can catch all your favorite shows on The Real 1100 WWE Facebook page. It's real, y'all. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown 
on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Again, 404-603-8770 is the number to call in with your thoughts, comments, questions about our uh, topics on today's sports. Uh, 888-926-7562 is the toll-free number if you don't have three minutes until 8 o'clock. Uh, we're also live on Periscope, Facebook. Appreciate your comments on those as well. Uh, as we, uh, we switch to um, basketball. Um, the WNBA just finished their regular season, and the number one seed turned out to be the Washington Mystics at 26-8. and eight. Connecticut Sun, 23-11, or second, followed by the Sparks, 23-12. Vegas Aces, 21-13. and 13. So that will be the ones in the first round who will have home court. After that, your fifth seed, Chicago Sky, 20-14. Seattle Storm come in in sixth place at 18 and 16. Uh, by virtue of tiebreaker, they're, of course, ahead of the Minnesota Lynx, who are the seventh seed, also the same record at 18 and 16. And only one team came in under 500, the Phoenix Mercury at 15 and 19. They will be your eighth seed. Right here, the hometown, the Atlanta Dream finished dead last on the season, 8 and 26. They did not, of course, have their star player, Angel McCautry, uh, all season, they did do a celebratory introduction for her uh, yesterday. She at one point said she was going to play, but that was quickly shot down by Coach Nikki Collins and the medical team. I, I guess, you know, any athlete, sometimes you have to protect them from themselves. You start shooting around, you start feeling better, but if you want to – it was no need to bring her back to – physically play the last three games well, of, of the season. You're out of it a month ago. Right. Like. So let her come back next year, which I hope she does, because nobody wants to go out hurt. Hurt. You don't want to go out with an injury. You want to go out on your own terms. Whether that's playoff or not, you want to go out somewhat healthy, or at least like she did two years ago, well, last year, when they were had the second-best record and the best record in the East – it was, what, three games before the playoffs started. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, there are some rumors that the Atlanta Dream will be moving. I don't know if I – well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. To College Park to play their games. Instead at what, of, at um, what stadium? The the new one that's being built for oh, the G League team. G League. It'll be fine. Smaller venue. So Smaller feel, venue. Feel it'll feel more, better. Feel more crowded. You know, give more of a fan, fan appeal. I think I was, Tech was just a bad and that, area – it was a good venue, yeah. but I just think getting to the games there was just well, – logistics of it wasn't good. I'm going to say this. Based on how the Braves did their move to Sometimes. Cobb and was like, you know, a majority of their ticket holders were from a particular demographics in the area of the state, mm-hmm. I can see that's the same logic to be used for the WNBA, as far as the Atlanta Dream, a lot of their ticket holders or, and people who really frequently go to the game are from the South Side, and then you can maybe make a you know argument that, to your point, easy to get to, and you also have not Marta just Station two, Marta Station three, two, but the third thing is you have a lot of stuff going on around the airport, so you know airport is kind of building a new a new Atlanta city 
airport mm-hmm. city. So you'll have businesses. You may have, be able to attract some more corporate sponsors. A smaller venue, charge a different. You know, certain things. You can, certain things you can do at your own venue. You can't do at Georgia Tech because it's still a school. Right. I.e., sell alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things of that nature. So. And and the branding of it too. Yeah. I mean, that, it's hard. And travel. So now you know yeah. teams fly in. They're right there. Hotels yeah. there. Everything is. They're not far. By. They're not far from the from the. So stadium. hopefully that rumor is true. Yeah. Because I think that that will that would bode well for them to be in that location, yeah. and it's still under the NBA. Again, going back to the point of being tech, it's a college. college uh, yeah. it's, it's still a college feel. But again, even though this is the G League, it's still under the NBA umbrella. Well, yeah. So you're still partnered with the NBA. And certain things that will go on there will be, you know, again to your point, more driven by the NBA. You can do certain things on your own stadium that you can't do at Tech, right? Because so looking at the playoffs, the first round you got Minnesota versus Seattle. That's your six seven uh, matchup. Who do you like in that one? I go with uh, who got home, who got um, Seattle has home. I go with Seattle. I go with Seattle. Six on seven one. split down the here. Even missing Stewie, I think that they've played well without her and have really managed not to fall to dead last mm-hmm. in the WNBA. And then Phoenix versus Chicago, that's 8-5. Go with the higher seed, fifth seed. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Connecticut and um, Washington. Got to buy. They got to buy to the semifinals. So, in the second round, you got the Vegas Aces as the fourth seed waiting around to see who they play. Um, and then, of course, the Los Angeles Sparks waiting around to see who they play. So, that'll be interesting to to see who comes out of that. Um, another rumor uh, about the home team. Um, not sure what they're gonna do about Coach Collins. You gotta go. How? You you can't stink it up this bad. From last season, now I can understand. From last season being a two seed to this year being dead last, you can't coach them up. With, like when I when, when so I they got at least be mm, ninth seed without yeah. Angel. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah. Now what I'm about to say, people are gonna take. How you be hating on Serena? I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't hate I'm on a, Serena. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh hate, my god! I'm gonna hate on. I'm gonna hate on Angel. You telling me Angel's that good? That good? That you go from last season two seed, two seed, number one in the East to dead not, last, de- dead last out of everybody, out of everybody. You can't coach him up. Now we said the same thing about we the same thing about Coop two years ago. Yeah, Coop. Coop was built for a veteran team. He, he I mean, he I get it. Have, but the the, the the things was, you know, he ain't coaching them up. They shouldn't have been, you know, dead last, finish the season that soft that they finished the season his last tenure there or whatever. Then this coach came in and she 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 got him riding high. With the same players. Did the same players, got him to a two seed, and now a year later, she dead last. You you, you don't I, I'm I, not I give, understand your point. I'm not giving her a whole season next year. I I give it to game. Thirty-four games. I give it a game ten. I, I, I it got to be ten. Yeah, I'll give it a third of the season. Okay, a third of the season because I don't. Okay, in the WNBA, and I'm gonna be just honest about it. It's more along the lines of high school basketball than pro basketball. And but what I mean by say that, you miss one key player. That throws everything off. Now, granted, you're supposed to coach them up, but we but, but it throw, we, hold on, but it throws everything off. In the NBA, 
you look at Demarcus Cousin leaving the Lakers, not not playing the Lake, not playing for the Lakers. They're still gonna be where we thought they would be. That's just an added extra piece that would be great. But in the WNBA, when you miss one of your key players, that and but and the reason why I say this is a little different for um, Coach Collin and Dream. They didn't get blown out in any games that I can remember. And by blown out, I'm saying more than 14 points. Because you can be two minutes to go in the game, be down three possessions, but you miss a shot, free throws. You miss a shot, five free throws. And then it balloons up to 14. But the game was within the balance in the last under three minutes to go in the game. They They did not get blown out in any game. Every game was close for the most part. You miss Angels 14 points, whether those are 12 points, the few assists, Getting the calls, you miss that. Well, I, I, so, so that's why I won't. I I won't say fire her now. Give her ten games into next season and see how she does. So here's what if I, she doesn't get it done. Then if they if they're two and seven, yes. So it, it, okay. So I'm gonna. I would even. They got to be better than five hundred. I, I would even understand if you had Angel the first fifteen games and then she got hurt. You did not have her. A minute, a second of any game, any game, or before the season started, you knew going into the season, you was you didn't have she it. wasn't going to be there. She wasn't going to be there. Maybe after All Star. Uh, yeah. So one of two things: either these players went went deaf on her, or she, or you got to now in the off season. I got to see a change in the roster. Well, you got to get a shooter. I mean, a consistent shooter that. The defense respects. They have scores. Brittany is an excellent scorer. Tip is an excellent scorer. Uh, Elizabeth plays great on the box when she's up against um, someone that pushes her. But at that point, you got to get a flat out shooter. Gotcha. So I, I that's period. That's, that's all. That's so if I don't see any move in the roster, then I the move got to be the coach. Well, you definitely got to move some players in the roster. That, that's all I'm saying. So I'm just, I'm just going by how the hook was done to uh, done Coop. to Coop. And I'm, but they well to the, to that point they gave Coop. Some people thought uh, extra year, an extra year more than he should have deserved. And and I have no. Then she got. It, but He's he never he never play. went dead last though. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't go dead last. Agreed. So I mean, now granted, he was coming in when they have, you know, three out of the last four years going to the finals. And Correct. then, you know. And not, he could never get over that hump. Over that hump and then didn't make the playoffs, but he wasn't dead last. Then I understood the yank. You know what I mean? Right. You don't go from a two seed to dead last. So, thus, to me, that speeds the process up on, process up on how I evaluate the coach. So, if they don't make some, I don't know if you say major moves in the roster, but they got to make some noticeable moves in the roster. And then I'm still putting on, you give it a 10 games, I'll give it to All-Star. I'll give it half the season. Before I, I tell her she got to go. If they make the moves I say in the a roster. third of the season. Give her 10 games. Okay. I'm going to give a little more than that. You give I'll give her 15. So you you backed off of firing her now. You taught me to not find okay. her now. You taught me not to not find her now. Okay. 
I, I, no problem. Okay. All right. I, I listen. I'll you know what right. I mean? I ain't like somebody we got around here who don't listen. You know what I mean? I no, I'm talking about you. <laughs> no, we got somebody who don't listen. You know what I mean? They just, you know, shoot off the hip. You know what I mean? Your uncle. <laughs> we got, I listen. I take it. I, you know, take the information, dissect it. It makes sense. So, so but my stipulations are I need to see some. Noticeable changes in, ros- the in the roster. Gotta get a shooter, and please. then, then I'm not. Then the next thing I want to hear before I even hear, I don't want to hear anything about we worrying about when Angel coming. I don't. I think that sometimes could be an albatross. You know what I mean? Because everybody's waiting on her, even the players. Everybody's waiting. Well, you know what? Angel's gonna be here in two weeks, so. I only need to go be, who you got. I only need to be focused for a couple of weeks because I know in two weeks Angel's gonna be here and she's gonna take that take that load. No, 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 no. I don't need that arbitrage around my neck that we worrying about this particular star player or this player in general whether she's gonna be there or not. So I don't want to hear no talk about her. I'm waiting to see also who's gonna step up and be the leader on the team. That's the end of my. I don't want to hear because no talk about Angel. I, I, I obviously nobody because there ain't nobody stepping up this, this year. year. Right. So obviously nobody and and nobody stepped up. In the playoffs last year, when she got hurt and she wasn't there, so nobody has stepped up in the last. Well, I can understand thirty some odd games. I can understand. You know, she missed the last few games before the playoffs, so yeah. that was kind of last it. minute. Yeah. But coming into the year, you didn't know she. You, you didn't. Knew, you, you knew, knew she, she was going to be there. So who was going to step up and take that role? Nobody did. Nobody did. Nobody did. So that's why I said I don't want to hear anything about Angel. That's one. Two. I need to see noticeable change. I went. I, I came down from drastic. Because drastic means blow it up. Blow it up. <laughs> Don't blow but it up. Yeah. I want to see some noticeable change because they are still young. So some notice, noticeable changes, to your point, get a shooter, things of that nature. Um, Which and, to me opens up everything yeah. else. And then give and then give coach, I'm going to give her half the season. Okay. Because if you do some noticeable changes. You've got to give time that, to work that time out. Time for that to jail. Yeah. So if they, if they get a shooter, man. if I'm they reasonable. get a shooter, I'll go. I'll come back to All Star. All Star, okay. Yeah, okay. I have the year. So you looking for some changes too in the roster? Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely. Something has to be done. Uh, let's give a congratulations, a huge shout out to Lisa Leslie, who will be getting a statue uh, in LA to represent all that she's done for basketball. And I say basketball because I'm not going to limit it just to women. Yeah, she got goals. She got championships. <laughs> Four she got- gold medals. Three WNBA MVPs, Basketball Hall of Fame, and Coach of the Year for the Big Three, and they won the championship. So she, she deserves didn't win to at have the a level? I thought she had won. Did she win at the collegiate level? I don't know, but she's in the Basketball Hall of okay. Fame. I thought she had won at least one at the collegiate level. So fitting that she is immortalized in LA with a statue um, that will be next to the. The Magics, the Shacks, the yeah. uh, um, Kobe, mm-hmm. Chick Hearn. And you're, and you're, you're talking about, I guess the, I guess the Lakers fans were allowed a, a, a LeBron James statue to go up when he's all said and done? No, because he ain't going to win another final. I, I just Because he ain't going to win another final. <laughs> he the GOAT, though. He the GOAT. He's supposed to get one. He to, to them. He to them. He's supposed to have three stats. He's supposed to have one in Miami, one in Cleveland, and one in you LA. Know, he the GOAT. Pat Riley too proud. Pat Riley would never. I'm just saying. Pat Riley. I'm, I'm now, just, be honest. We know Pat Riley. 
Will he ever put up a statue of LeBron? Pat Riley, we know Wade ain't gonna let that <laughs> Wade ain't gonna let that happen. It's Wade County. That ain't gonna happen. He can be his boy all he wants. <laughs> all he wants. You ain't getting no you ain't getting no statue. <laughs> uh but amazing job by uh Ice Cube and what he's doing with the big three though. They are now setting record attendance uh, everywhere they go. They finished up the championship once again in L.A. And uh, Iso Joe, of course, was the MVP, hit the game winner. And <laughs> the triplets uh, beat the killer threes, which was um, Stackhouse. I mean, not Stack, um, Stack, um, Steven Jackson. And, um, That's Jack. Coached by um, your boy from uh, who got kicked out of the Knicks by Dolan. Um, my boy, uh, Oakley, Oakley. Oakley, yeah, but of course, and the amount of uh celebrities that they had at the game, uh, talking about LA and the Lakers, Jeannie Buss was at the game, so I can see the big three really starting to take shape next year. I mean, it's taking shape now, so it obviously, you know, um, shout out to uh. Uh, talking random ish. They come on um, Fridays at eight thirty. They had me on. Let me let me come to the barber shop. But we were talking about we had a conversation about um, NBA players compared to NFL players, and NBA players having uh, the ability to move the needle a whole lot more than NFL. They players. are the needle now. And so that's that, that, moving it. That, that that was the conversation, and some people you know called in and you know kind of had their their disagreement on that statement. <clears throat> but you see it in the big three with players who are former NBA players and how they attract, you know, people still want to be able to come see them, maybe not in their prime, but still in a and still in a, in a in good shape to put on to entertain at a high level. You know what Joe I mean? Joe is getting offered well, he's getting looked at now yeah. for several teams because yeah. of that. And I well, think they, somebody took a shot at Melo and said, hey, you need to come to the big three. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say, Scalabere, yourself. <clears throat> Melo, I, I think the thing was kind of like, Melo, kind of humble yourself a little bit. Come to the big three. Show out. I mean, if, listen, got if, if you're going to practice, I'd rather you practice in the big three than <laughs> practice, right, in, the practice in an empty gym. Right. <laughs> practice in that LA fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I get what, what, what Brini was saying or, you know, hinting at. Um, because but, it's competition, yeah, it's great pickup games, but it's competition, and I still it's get to, real competition, and it get, means something. I still get to see stars, you know. I it still, means something in the big three. Yeah. You play pickup games, really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he well, he ain't playing pickup games. <coughs> He's shooting around in the gym by himself <laughs> with a hoodie on. With a hoodie on. <laughs> Again, I can do that and cut and splice and make all my shots. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but when you front and center for the whole uh, United States and the whole basketball world to see, yeah, it's different. You're on front street, and it fits Melo's game. It's ISO ball. It's yeah. half court. It's what, it's what he's about. You only have to get up once a week for a game. Now, I think that is the pe- part that people forget. Yeah, Joe put up great numbers. He ball. You're playing once a week though. Yeah, it's not like two to three games. Yeah, yeah, week. back to back. So like <laughs> <laughs> but right. but everything about what the big three is doing. Getting again, getting guys from the NBA who move the needle, stars. They're still in um, prime of their shape to put up good entertainment value, and you get the other stars to come out, other current NBA stars, and then 
depending on what city you in, you get actual other you entertainers, mean? you know, big names to come out and, and, and watch. So, um, you know, it's like if people don't realize the eight, the eight ABL league here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to their games, who you one, you might see a current player <coughs> down here Excuse playing, you never but, know who but, you're but, but you definitely may run into artists, you know, who have game, i.e. two chains and things of that nature. So, you know, as far as underground, they get big turnouts on Sundays or a Saturday or whatever. So um, basketball is one of those things where the needle really moves. The players control the atmosphere. They control the brand. And to your point about uh, Ice Cube, and he's now showing that there is coaching skill sets that's going on. And you get people like Lisa Leslie, you know, who can sit there and show that, you know, she has the ability to, to coach to coach basketball, period. Right. And uh, not that she needs validation, but her players are validating her and saying, hey, she comes in prepared. She sees things that Some, we don't see. Basketball is basketball. Sometimes owners need to have that validation. They need this, you know what I mean? But, again, basketball is basketball. If you can see plays and know how to execute plays based on the talent that you have, it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, yeah. And Ice Cube is proven because now – Back-to-back women have won the championship and been coach of the year. Nancy Lieberman, I think if I said that correctly, was the one from the previous year. Quick little update since we are here live. Uh, Texans up 7-0 against the Saints. Did Deshaun Watson throw the touchdown? No, nah, he ran it in. Ah, even better. <laughs> <laughs> he ran it in. What was your question? That's yeah. all I needed to win. Who, who's, uh, who scored? Did Deshaun score? Did he throw it or run it? I said he, he ran, ran it. it. He ran it in. I just, I just bring I that just up to make that. to kind of make the Falcons fans have something to feel good about. If the Saints and I do, if we the, do. We feel great. This is awesome. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We come back. <laughs> we'll discuss some football. We're trying to spread good cheer. You know what I mean. <laughs> This is DNA Sports Talk. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. You're tuned into AM1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Heroine from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy. 
recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Hey. Did you know The Real 1100 AM is now on Facebook? Man, that's right. You can catch all your favorite shows on The Real 1100 WWWE Facebook page. It's real, y'all. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune into this Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is the Don, the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where you bring the facts about sports. You don't agree. Say so. Please call in 446-03-8770. Uh, it's after 8 o'clock, so you might have toll-free minutes. If not, 888-926-7562 is the number to call in. Also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. What's your thoughts, comments, questions about our list of today's topics? Um... Got prep sports on the line. Mr. Lewis, how you feeling today, sir? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing this week? Good, good. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, man. You know, I uh, had the week off last week, obviously because of a short week. So, uh, you know, this week, everybody's kind of, after coming off this weekend, uh, you know, back to full week of activity. And uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, first off, want to give a shout-out to uh, the Westland Wolves softball team out of Gwinnett. They are off to a 14-0 cert. Um They do have their hands full tonight. They're taking on Grayson, so don't have an update yet on that game, but uh, again, they're, they're rolling. A lot of that is due to uh, UGA pitcher committed Madison Kerpix. Uh, they've got seven wins where their opponents didn't score, and she's responsible for uh, quite a few of those shutouts there. So I uh, just want to give them a shout-out. Again, next week I'll be able to let you guys know if their uh, undefeated streak is still rolling. Um, on to volleyball, I want to give a shout-out to Elite Scholars Academy down in Jonesboro. 
Uh, big shout out to Coach Mays and the girls. They are on a seven-game win streak themselves. A bit of an up-and-down season for them, but uh, a team that last year swept through their area, which is in volleyball. There's not enough teams for there to be regions, so they, they, they do area play. Uh, and they went through their area last year 10-0 and and made it all the way to the GHSA single-A, double-A semifinals where they lost to Kusa. So um, the girls got a chance to see them this past week when they took on Tri-Cities, and uh, they look good, man. Uh, they got a senior, Toby Cassum, uh, who just, I mean, the girl is just strong, kill shot after kill shot. Uh, you know, she just she just lays it down, and then her partner in crime, Renyla Griggs. Uh, she's a junior with those two uh, at the net. There, they're, they're very poised to, uh, you know, win their area again and make another deep run. So, want to give them a shout out again. Shout out to Coach May, and then you know we gotta talk about. Wait for it. Marietta Blue Devils, guys. I know I bring them up <laughs> every week, but these guys are rolling. <laughs> the, the unofficial uh, ranked college football team, according to you. <laughs> Listen, man, these guys are rolling. Uh, you know, we were off last Monday uh, due to the holiday, but they went into last week uh, in USA Today Super 25 Week 2 rankings as the number 16. They jumped from number 9, and that was largely in part because they beat another nationally ranked team, St. Joseph's Prep, out of Philadelphia. Well, this week they uh, they beat up on Collins Hill up there in Gwinnett, and so now they come into Week 3 ranked number 5. So, I mean, these guys are rolling now. They will have their hands. They will be tested this week. They take on Grayson, who's coming in 2-0. and The game's going to be at Grayson this Friday night. So, if you want to see some good football, you know, to all your listeners and you don't mind the drive out there to, Grace, to the Grayson area in Gwinnett, uh, that's a game you definitely would want to go check out and see because it could be a preview of what's come, coming, you know, what's to come when the playoffs hit because they're both 7A squads. So very good chance on depending how, which sides of the bracket they end up on, they could be running into each other, you know, quarterfinals, semifinals type situation. Cool. Now I know yep. uh, the week before was the Cam Newton uh, showcase where he picks a, a Georgia high school team to play at Alabama one and all of the Georgia teams won except for Cedar Grove. Uh Westlake beat Jefferson Davis, Griffin beat yep. Fairfield, Mays could tear Carver. Yep. But I yep. did not know that Cedar Grove was so advanced to where they have uh a TV on the sideline hooked up to an iPad to watch plays. Yeah. And not only that, they bounced back and look how they bounced back. They went to Denver, Colorado and beat Valor Christian, which is one of Denver, the Denver area's top programs. Uh, what is my guy? McCaffrey, Ed McCaffrey mm -hmm. is the head coach over there. Uh, you know, so they bounce back in a big way too, because if you've ever been to Denver and if you're, you know, and try to work out, run or anything in that altitude, it hits you. And for them to be high school kids, never been in that atmosphere before, you know, I got a chance to see some of the game online. Uh, they were you could they were a little sluggish first half, but second half they got acclimated and and they rolled. But yeah, Cedar Grove, little old Cedar Grove over there uh, in Ellenwood. <laughs> <laughs> got that got that got that salad you know, money, huh? Jimmy, Jimmy hooked him up before he got on out of there, man. <laughs> I see. 
Now, Cedar Grove is six A. No, Cedar Grove is actually, believe it or not, three A. They're three A. Wow. Really? Yeah, their their attendance is, uh, you know, their numbers aren't that big. Wow. I mean, yeah, they, but, they brought out uh, big speakers. They had Phil Collins uh, in the night playing. And then they went to Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares. Gotta, I'm like, what? You got to go down 675 more often. <laughs> I know. Right, yeah, man, you got to hit that. You got to get up on that boulder crest, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, man, they – like, well, I get you said, he left it in good condition down there. Yeah, he did. And like I said, they bounced back in a big way to go all the way to Denver, Colorado and beat one of their top schools. Um, says a lot because, again, I, my wife is from Denver. I go out there, I work out, and I struggle. So, you know, <laughs> to go out there, you know, and, again, you're talking about high school kids, nine times out of ten, none of them have probably ever been there before. And to play an actual football game, you know, uh, what is it, 3,000 miles above sea level mm -hmm. for the first time ever, and to be able to come out with the win, that, that speaks volumes. Now, the other teams that won, again, Westlake, Griffin, and Mays, uh, what would their season be like going forward? Is this a win that propels them, or was this a fluke? Uh, Westlake uh, Westlake has got a couple of tough tests coming up. They're, they have to head to Mississippi, I believe it's Mississippi or Louisiana. They'll be playing um, one of the uh, – I, I, I can't – I think – I want to say it's Louisiana, but they've got a – one of the big schools out of the out of that area that they're playing this weekend, and then they turn around and come back and have to go up to Gris to Grayson the following weekend. So these two games, these next two games for them are going to speak volumes. Mays actually had uh, the week off, uh, but they should be able to. You know, their region is a tough region. It's an up-and-down tough region. They should be able to win their region because they're in there with Alexander, New Manchester, Douglas County. But Douglas County always gives, gives them, gives them a, a run for their money. Uh, Alexander actually took them to the wire a couple of years ago. So it's not going to be easy. Mays is going to have to be very disciplined. If they're disciplined and do everything that Coach Battle needs them to do, both sides of the ball, they can win their region. They can get into the playoffs. Uh, and I can see them, you know, they're 6A. 6A is going to be tough because I've been telling people Dutchtown is probably the team to beat in 6A this year. Uh, I mean, those they look like some grown men. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they're just, they're rolling. I mean, they are putting the pound on people. So I've been saying Dutchtown. But Mays, I mean, you know, it, it, it's no different than the NFL when they say any given Sunday, any given Friday. It's all about who goes out there and executes on both sides of the ball to, to you know, to the closest to perfection. Gotcha. Okay. Again, the only team that did win the Alabama-Georgia rivalry was Central Phoenix City, right next to Columbus, yep. Georgia. Probably so, more yep. Georgia boys did in uh, right. Alabama. <laughs> I'm about to say, so <laughs> technically that's a Georgia, Georgia school. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give a shout-out to the hometown, the hometown, <laughs> Columbus, Georgia. But, yeah, Central did. And it's funny because they got a wide receiver, Eddie Williams, that they're projected to be really good, i.e. Uh, Terrence Ross that's for, from that plays at Clemson, Clemson yeah, okay. came from Central mm. Phoenix City. Okay. Yeah, he, he played okay. there. Again, so, I'm, I'm, trying to figure you know, out, I'm trying to figure out how Auburn and Alabama don't get, no, get, 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 him. get Ross and now – this young man, and I'm trying to figure out Gainesville, 
how you let Joker sneak out the back door how you to let get Sunshine. to Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't come to He's Athens. Cartersville. Yeah, even worse. Called Cartersville. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> so, uh, Hey, y'all got to close off these bookends now. Can't be letting. Uh, yeah, man. Can't be letting. No well, you know them SEC teams. They they know they know the real deal about going down to South Georgia and and, and all them pockets to mm. to recruit. They know about it. Gotcha. Now there was a uh, a poll that was yes. on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Go ahead and talk yep. about it. I'll let you bring it up. Well, basically, the poll it, they polled actual student-athlete basketball players, and uh, on whether or not they felt exposure from high school or AAU was uh, better for them. And I don't remember the percentages. And I was going to wait because I did reach out to a couple of coaches like we kind of talked about when we started texting about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a couple of them said they definitely, you know, hop on the horn and everything. So, but basically – you know, a large percent of them said that they felt like AAU uh, was was more beneficial and helped them more than high school did. And we kind of talked, you know, through our, you know, right. text saying we were wondering, like, you know, it didn't it appear it appeared that no college coaches were or high school coaches right. were polled in this poll it because it'd players. be interesting to see particularly the college coaches, what they feel like, you know, and, you know, I can understand if they did not say high school because they're clearly in season at the same time. So it may be tough to travel to see some of these kids that you may want to see. But, again, that's what most of them have recruits, recruiters for. Yeah. So, I was shocked at that. But then, again, like you said, these are the players that they asked once they got to college. These were D1 players that said right. it was better visually to be playing – AAU ball, I got more looks than playing high school. Right. I, you know what? And I wonder, so I'm going to add another little caveat to that, though. Where did the players come from? So if you come from, if, I mean, yeah, you don't yeah, know. You don't so know. if you come from a smaller high school, then yeah, AAU, AAU, AAU right. would be better right. for you. Mm -hmm. But if you come right. from, a, uh, from a big high school program, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Right. So right. I kind of wonder how. You you can always, when it comes to like certain certain um, polls, certain you can, polls, you can skew it. Yeah. A certain way for it to get the results or the answers that you you know that you're looking for. So right, I and I wonder well, if you're able to ask a college coach whether or not a kid coming from a high school program is. I, I and that's what Damien's gonna do. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's okay. okay. He, he he's putting together his own poll. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk to some coaches to right. see what they really feel mm -hmm. about because yeah. the thing about it is what the, what it kind of said to me was that. Because the, the, the people are starting to feel like, okay, overall, AAU is really just a money racket. So um, I'm wondering if that poll kind of stems from, okay, we're starting to catch a bad rap here as AAU. People are looking at it as just, as just uh, a, you know, a thing for people to make money off of. And when you think about it, there are, I, I go to some of these tournaments, and there are some of these teams, you're like, why, why are y'all here? You know, like not trying to be funny, you know, but what, what, you know, you, how much did you charge their parents to put that team together to come out here? You know, because, you know, it, the competition on some teams compared to others is just like night and day, you know, and you hear some other parents 
say, like, man, this is just a money racket. All I do is spend this amount of money, this, that, and the third. So I'm wondering if that's starting to become the norm. So they're doing a uh, PR run? Yeah, and now AAU is like, okay, we got to make it seem like, no, there is a benefit to being in AAU ball. I can understand that. And I, so hopefully your your polling, right. when you talk to coaches, will give you, you know, will give more of a picture of, when the when the young men get to to the D one school or any college yeah. school, are there better are are the AAU players better suited right. than a you know a traditional a, a, a young man that went to high school and didn't participate in the AAU or and both I, right or both. or both and I and I would assume probably to the bigger stage and having crowds and the traveling they'd probably be more suited than someone who just stuck to high, high school. school but you know if you go to a good program. That the 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 X's and O's and being ready for you know and depending on who the coach who the coach is five a.m. Tra- you know five right. a.m. practice or whatever yeah. that's 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 going to be that you know so it'll be interesting to see once you put your poll out yeah yeah it definitely will be definitely will be yep well that's all that's all I got guys man I appreciate the time every week you guys allow this uh, allow me to come on I appreciate you let everybody know how they can reach you man. Yes, sir. On Twitter at ps underscore nation underscore Instagram prep sports nation underscore, and then uh, of course you can check out the website prepsportsnation.net. All right, talk to you next week, man. All right, guys, you have a good one. All right, you too. So yeah, that'll be interesting to get a real idea and background and feel of how yeah. how things are. Uh, before we get uh go to break, we got to go NASCAR. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a smoke today. I came in prepared to give all the smoke. Okay, today. all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> get to be quiet again for five minutes. <laughs> I know somebody ain't on this playoff list. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Harvick. First of all, won the Brickyard 400. Um, of course, he was automatically set. Yeah. Um, six, 14 of the 16 drivers that are in the playoffs were automatically set. The last two was coming down between uh, Newman and who got in? Was it Boyer? I'm trying to remember who the last two that um, crept in the back door. Yeah, Boyer. Boyer and Newman. And uh, Suarez and Newman were, were tied, and he needed to finish ahead of Newman. So he was kind of chasing him those last few laps, but Unfortunately, he couldn't get it done. Uh, I think they said he finished 11th. And that, of course, allowed Newman to come in. Uh, Of course, Jimmy Johnson, JJ, uh, this will be the first time ever that he's missed the playoffs. First time ever missing the postseason. And he was running 18th, and he got into a wreck. And, of course, that knocked him out. So he wasn't able to make the playoffs. So now I will go on record. And say that Jimmy Johnson will never win another. Right, that's all I want to hear. As long as you keep on using those series keep, championship. As long as you keep on using those words, never. <laughs> so he, he's, he's stuck on eight, right? Yeah, he'll okay. never win another one. He's, right. That's it. He's done. Okay. Yeah, fair enough, right? Took you long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Took the whole season. To I, I said. Uh, <laughs> I said I was gonna give him the rest of the season to get in. I had him out. Missy, I know, but I thought he was eventually going to win one or something. But even what was it? He's now had the new crew chief 
the he, last what five races? Five, yeah, he fired the cruiser. You know that was desperate. He that was the desperate. Cruiser. Yeah, it was desperate. Yeah. You got to switch it up, and especially when you're right on the cut line. You're right at 17, 18. Yeah. Uh, at one point, he was 16 and barely in. So you're trying anything to get a spark, a momentum to put yourself back in contention. And of course, once you're in, anything can happen. Yeah. It resets. But not being able to get in ever, I mean, that is LeBron esque, uh, if I can say. They, uh, listen, as long as you keep <laughs> not on making the playoffs, Lisey consistent, y'all. I'm big. <laughs> Lisey consistent. So what you want me to leap and say that Jimmy Johnson is the LeBron I, I of want, uh, I want you to go straight race. there. I want you to go straight there. I want you to go straight there. I want you to go there. He left. Since he, he couldn't even he, make the playoffs. He, 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 left, he never made the playoffs. He left Cleveland. <laughs> went to L.A. Ain't made the playoffs. Ain't made the playoffs. I, I, I want to so, keep that coalition going. Come on. That's all. Jimmy Johnson, the LeBron okay. of racing. All right. That's listen. Just, as long as you're consistent, we good. <laughs> so the playoff field, top 16, you got Kyle Bush at one. Denny Hamlin, two. Martin Truex, Jr., three. Kevin Harvick, once again, who won the Brickyard 400, is four. Number five, Joey Logano, six. Brad Keselowski, seven. Chase Elliott from right around the neighborhood here in Atlanta. Eight, Kurt Busch, nine. Alex Bowman, ten. Eric Jones, 11. Kyle Larson, 12. Ryan Blaney, 13. William Byron, 14. Eric Amarillo, and, of course, the last two who just got in, uh, 15. Clint Boyer and 16, Ryan Newman. Who are you liking in the playoffs, man? Harvick. Really? Yeah. He got the momentum going. Mm-hmm. He's due. He he really is due for one. Um, it would be interesting to see how uh, Logano does. But I got to go Kyle Busch right now. Okay. As someone who I think has the best chance to to win it all. Of course, we'll see, you know, what happens based on the schedule and everything. But uh, first race, I want to say, will be in Vegas. Yes, this weekend. The, the schedule is um, uh, What's Vegas. The first four. The first four is uh, South Point 400, mm-hmm. Vegas Motor Speedway, and then the uh, Federated Auto Parts 400 in Richmond, and then the Bank of America Ro- Ro- Roval 5 400 in Charlotte Motor Speedway, and then uh, first of October. The Cup Series race at Dover, Dover International Speedway. Okay. So they go west, east, south, <laughs> northeast, and then back south. Right. So it'll go from 16 to 12 to 8 to 4. And those final four uh, will be in Homestead to race for the championship. But, of course, all the drivers are involved. It's just it only matters about those who move from round to round. round correct. Uh, if you win, you automatically move on to the next round. After that, you have to build up enough points in the playoff system to continually make the cut again from 16 to 12 to 8 and then the final four. Yeah. And you're going with Harvick. I'm going with Kyle Busch. I'm going with Harvick. Now watch Jimmy Johnson win a race. <laughs> no, they say too little, too late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> did that last week. <laughs> you know what? He going to win Vegas. He going to win this week. The, 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 the time you need to win is the week right after you would have qualified. Yeah, so too little too late. That's a shame. Still get a check, though. <laughs> yeah, you get a nice check for that. Aye. But it won't count. Uh, before we go to break, there was a story uh, at Kent State where the women's female hockey team 
were playing a game and it went into overtime. They declared it a no contest because the Kent State administration came on the field prior to the second overtime and called off the game to allow the noontime Kent football game to begin on time. Yeah, what's the problem with that? You know the rules, the new rules. <laughs> you know who pay the bills? Do the field hockey team pay the bills or do the football team pay the bills? Revenue always wins. Who get the big chicken? Revenue always wins. Daddy get wins. the big chicken or the kids get the big chicken? And then the big piece of chicken. I'm just, I'm just asking the question. They are playing a game. This yeah, is yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, time. I understand. I, now, I, would, I would have a problem if the game wasn't over. We in overtime. We in overtime. Tie. Keep it moving. Should have finished it in regulation. <laughs> Boy, you so hard. But again, football pays for all the other college yeah. sports. What, what, are they are they are they arguing? Yeah, of course. The field hockey, the field yeah, hockey. Of course, you know. Yeah, I mean, they want to finish their game, but they came out and said, "Up, oh, that's it. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. Bye." Now I would we have got to get ready again, for this game again. I would have a problem. I would have a problem if the game hadn't the regulation time hadn't finished. But we you know two overtimes. Two? Oh man, get up out of here. Well, prior to the second overtime, so after the first yeah, one. Yeah, no problem. So, yes. It's a tie. It's a tie. To make sure the noon game started on time. Hey, listen, we got people out there in the in the parking lot tick buying tickets. Gotta get in there and get their seats. Order hot dogs. H- how many people were there to watch the uh to watch the field? Hockey? That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> That's not important. How many people? That's not the issue here. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. How many people were there? I bet you they didn't tell you that in the story. How many people were there to watch the field hockey game? We're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to continue this college football know, discussion. You know the answer. Hey, <laughs> field hockey, I'm pulling for you. This is DNA Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Play on Friday night. <laughs> Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Caroline from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. 
make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Four four six zero three eighty seven seventy. It's number to call in. Also live on Periscope, as well as uh, Facebook. As we get into football, uh, we're gonna do guys that play on Thursdays and Saturdays real quick. Uh, college football. Uh, we were off the week before. Um, some takeaways from the we'll combine the first two weeks that uh, you saw. Um, <clears throat> Alabama, some Alabama. Clemson, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a halt on this. I've been seeing the headlines. You know, really, everybody kind of want to. They just chopping at the bit to say the SEC is down. Is down. And and, and Tennessee are, is down. No, they, they are they they are correct, <laughs> but and not in the aspect in which they want to say it. Granted, the SEC now is like every other conference. You got your top end. They, they don't run deep like they did. Back in the day, four seasons ago, so it's still We're top to bottom. Top to bottom, even know, the bad teams, teams was good, good was team. a good team. Yeah. So they, they're like any other conference now, where you have Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and Auburn's right there at that you know at middle of the road. At, no, at four, but they're gonna Auburn's gonna fall off because Auburn got to play Alabama, Georgia, and, and LSU. LSU. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, in that reverse order, actually. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I put Alab- I put Auburn in anybody else's conference, and it'd be a problem. Big game. You know uh, I mean? Quarterback Knicks um, against Oregon. Yeah. Um, the defense finally stepped up mm-hmm. for Auburn, yeah. allowed to keep them in the game until they the to game went drive at the end. So, so to that point about the SEC falling off, I don't want to agree with that, but they have leveled out. You know what I mean? What about Texas A and M? Where do you put them? Uh, of course, they didn't put up anything until. They got their heads handed to them, so I, that's I'm, right now. These first couple of weeks, 
you've seen, you know, who's played decent competition and who hasn't. Again, I go to Auburn playing uh, Oregon out the box, you know what I mean, um, and, you know, having to battle and, and pull a win out. Um, then they no, beat Tulane, yeah. which Tulane's not a, a, 24 to 6. But Tulane's two better than playing uh, uh, Missouri Valley State, right. which a lot of people wind up playing week Louisiana two. Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not going to bash Tulane, but – I'm, I'm going to bash other teams because at least Auburn, in this case, played a, a decent opponent a decent. The, the following week. Um, uh, a respectable opponent is what I should say. Um, but if you had to hold my feet to the fire about which conference is probably the best conference, I would say the Big Ten. The Big Ten probably goes. Even goes, with Michigan barely beating Army in uh, overtime. I know, unfortunately. Well, Army should have won that game. They missed the field goal. Right. But unfortunately – at the big house, I'm saying from top to bottom. As far as top to I, I can go, I can go five, maybe sixteen. So you think deep. Illinois has a chance of beating um, somebody because they're in the Big Ten? Yeah. Well, I, you know, you got mm. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin. You see what I'm saying? I, they, I can go five. I don't teams. know about Iowa's. And don't don't, don't nobody want to go to uh, Des Moines in November and, and, and play and play? And they always wind up. They knocking off. They knocked off Ohio State last year. You know what I mean? It's not easy, you know, to go to Indiana at a certain time of the year. I'm just saying, as far as depth in the conference, I feel Big Ten. You can go six deep. You know, later so on in the year, you, you might got be able Ohio to go. State. If they were to go undefeated, okay. So we'll let's say um, Alabama, Clemson go undefeated. Georgia has the one loss to Alabama. Then for that fourth spot, it's between Ohio, uh, undefeated Ohio State and undefeated Oklahoma. You're gonna go Ohio State because they have a better conference. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. At the at the end of the day, Ohio State would have played more seven and seven win teams, eight win teams than Oklahoma. Than Oklahoma, or what? the you know the bottom half of Oklahoma because they got no defense. So as much as we talk about Oklahoma being maybe one loss or whatever. Look at the game today. Or undefeated. Or undefeated, yeah. But you, you look at <clears throat> these these first two wins, you look at their win against um, Oklahoma's first win of the season uh, against, um, was it Houston? No, they played Houston last week. Who was the first? Um, who was their first, they first win? That was Houston. It was Houston. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, talking, everybody talking about, you know, you know, 49 points and six touchdowns by Jalen Hurst or whatnot. The defense gave up 31. At home. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So, you know, I, you can't. But, again, are you, uh, to that point, though, is what Jalen Hurts doing impressive? Yes and no. Yes, because he's going to a new environment, a new coach. It ain't the coach that, that you know, coached up um, Baker Mayfield and whatnot. He's now in the, in the league. Um no, Lincoln Riley is oh, there. My bad, Riley is there. Um, you talking about Cliff Kingsbury? Kingsbury, yeah, yeah. Um, still, it's still impressive to go from at and Alabama, more running, more running, more handing off. He had weapons, more play action. More, yeah, they wasn't handing, they wasn't spreading the ball around like this, like in Oklahoma, like they do in Alabama, like they do in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They don't do that in Alabama. To now, you know, being saying I got to throw the ball twenty five plus times, be accurate, um, put point, and have to put points up. 
Cause because you, because you have no defense going to do. So, you know, you can have a bad game in Alabama and, and win, and win 24-6. You know what I mean? Your defense mm-hmm. shut it down. He, he can't have a bad game. He got to score 50. He can't, he can't, he can't be. Now, their test, of course, would be the Red River rivalry. Yeah. yeah. Which everybody's saying Texas back, even the quarterback who's up for the Heisman, uh, Ellinger, was talking about their bag. But, of course, LSU went in there and put – Put hands, hands on him, yeah, and then came off the gas a little bit, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, you know, brought him, brought him, brought him back to reality real quick. So, but it's, so, so that goes back to the point again: is the SEC is down no. as a whole, like you say, top to bottom, but still the top, the cream of the crop, yeah, and the best. The best conference is going to be the SEC because Here's what of, happened. It, you can likely get two, two teams in, in the. Yeah. Um, Playoffs. Here's what happened to the SEC. They got so good, and players realized, do I wait two years to play, three right. years to play, or do I take my talents to South That's Beach right. or somewhere? And then you winded up coaches leaving the conference, so then you had people like um, uh, used to coach at Florida with Ohio State, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. And you have assistant coaches wind up Who leaving. took that SEC – Type team, team type, type built and, and cultivated guys. So um, you had that going on. So now three, four seasons later, you see what that does. You know what I mean? So and you can't win forever too. Like it's it's impossible to the way they were so deep for so long to to continue that constantly. But they're more like everybody else now. So now to your point is is the SEC Big Four better than anybody else's Big Four? The answer to that question is yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You give me that Big Four any day. Yeah, you, you, top four teams yeah. any day against anybody against else's top, top four teams. Yeah. Actually, ACC ain't got top four. They got one. They got one. Call Clemson right now. What is Florida State doing? I Listen, he. I mean, he. do you fire him and pay him a guaranteed $28 Because you only earned $2 million so far or whatever it is. You let him finish the season. Yeah. But you start looking for a replacement. Almost, I like, feel bad for almost, Taggart. Almost, I don't feel bad for him. He signed that check. We <laughs> <laughs> feel bad for him. He get fired by to walk away with $27 million. Yeah, That's true. That's true. But now what I do feel bad for him was he probably should have stayed in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, for them to struggle like they did. They're another one. They, they missed What, the, they gave up 23 on their answer? They ain't missed the And field. almost lost? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Another field goal. Field goal go in. That's a different. You 0-2. Totally different. Miami 0-2. Mm. Was it, is Duke 0-2? Um, I don't know if Carolina's 1-1. No, North Carolina's 2-0. They beat South Carolina and they right. came back and beat Miami. <laughs> Matt so Brown they, getting it done and he dancing too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but yeah. Nah, right. He's he moving kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, so um, – so yeah, so yeah. Again, anybody's big four conference, you lay the four teams out. We lay out the SEC's four See, teams, four. and I guarantee we be three and one <laughs> in a neutral field. In a neutral field, three be three and one. And one. <laughs> uh, let's quickly go through this week. You got number twenty Washington State at Houston. Washington State. Uh, well, you know what? At Houston. At Houston. Washington State is an eight and a half point favorite. I'll go with Washington State. I'll, I'll go Washington State. I'll go Washington State. What time is the game? Uh, Friday night, nine o'clock. Okay. No, I just want to know time. That West Coast coming, but it's, it's it ain't all o'clock. the way across right. the. I go. I still go Washington State. Uh, Kent State at Auburn. Auburn. Uh, Florida State at number twenty-five, Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. 
Arkansas State at Georgia. Georgia. Ohio State, ranked number six at Indiana. Ohio State. Pittsburgh at number 13, Penn State. Penn State. Uh, number 21, Maryland. Uh, welcome to the top 25 for yep. them after two straight wins mm -hmm. and impressive victories, yeah. especially with Syracuse last week. Number 21, Maryland versus Temple at Temple. Uh, Maryland. New Mexico at number seven, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Number two, Alabama at South Carolina. Oh, poor South Carolina. <laughs> Alabama. Uh, Stanford. What time uh, is that game, though? Daytime, three thirty. Man, nah, it need to be night at William Bryce Stadium. You know what I mean? It need to be night. It need to come in all black. black. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to happen. Gonna happen. Right, nah, gonna nah, happen. nah, nah, nah. Uh, Stanford, who just got beat by USC, uh, they're going to play number 17, Central Florida. In Orlando. In Orlando. Mm -hmm. Number 17, Stanford. No, UCF I mean, is 17. 17. Stanford's on rank. 3.30 game. UFC. I'm going to go UFC. I'm no, UFC. Sure. Uh, number 24, USC at BYU. I'm going BYU. All the stuff that's going on at USC, step the 80, um, step down. Lynn Swan, Lynn step Swan down. down. Who's been the 80 there for the last four years. Yeah, yeah, Three I'm, years, 2016. I'm going BYU, and people forget BYU had a big win. BYU was 2-0, correct? Yes. No, they won and won. They won and won. They lost last week. No, they had a big win. No, they they lost game the first game of the season, but yeah. one game. I'm going BYU. Don't matter. BYU, um, 27-24. I'll take that and take USC. Okay. 27-24. I think the amidst all the distraction, they'll they'll play. Okay. And I gotta find an upset somewhere. They'll they'll come together. Okay. So. Uh, Arizona State at number 18, Michigan State. Arizona, oh, Michigan State. Yeah. Number 19, Iowa at Iowa State. Oh, a little rivalry. A rivalry. Four o'clock game. What they call Eastern that rivalry? Um, they got some stupid name for that rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going uh, rank team, um, Iowa. Iowa. I'm Speaking about just Iowa, giving them Iowa. praise, talking about Iowa, you know what I mean? You don't want to play them. Yeah. Uh, Idaho State at number 11, Utah. Utah. Barely sneaked by the other day, uh, last week rather. Number nine, Florida at Kentucky. Florida. Uh, Lamar, who we never heard of, uh, at number 16, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. They can bounce back from that Clemson debacle. Clemson they got hard practice started today. <laughs> number one, Clemson at Syracuse. Clemson going undefeated. <laughs> no, Clemson. Northwestern State at number four, LSU. LSU. Yeah. Hawaii at number 23, Washington. Uh, Washington. Number five, Oklahoma at UCLA. Uh, man, how long do you think uh, old boy going to last there um, at UCLA? Um, the Chip, one came Chip, from Chip, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. But I'm going, who's number five? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> but. Chip Kelly, this is last year. They've already, they already started year 0-2. This is going to be 0-3. And he's not doing anything innovative on offense. We always seen it before. <laughs> Should have stayed in Oregon. When he was getting all the new uniforms right. and, and everything. He, he, he. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Number twelve, Texas at Rice. Texas, they gonna have bounce back. Portland State at number twenty-two, Boise State. Ooh, now that might be. What's what's what they got? Boise favorite. They don't have a spread on this. Don't have a spread. I'm going Boise State. Boise State wins that. And then we were just speaking of um, Oregon a minute ago. Montana comes to Oregon yeah. Saturday night, Oregon. 10.45. Yeah. That ain't even a question yeah. on that. Yeah. I'm trying to find some upsets in there. I'm going to stick with my BYU-USC one. <laughs> uh, NFL. So we'll start with 
uh, our teams. I'll start with my Bears first since we had the opening night game. Uh, pretty much what I expected on defense. Not what I expected on offense. I expected us to score 17 points, not three. That was just horrible. I did, too. Horrible. Um, I was expecting a, a low-scoring game. I was expecting a 17-13 type game that we would pull it out on, on um, defense. But the defense apparently needed to score a touchdown. Well, they didn't create any turnovers either. Right. Sacks, but that was it. And yeah. they gave up the one drive, which, I mean, they've been on the field most of the game. Yeah, but that one drive so, was early. Right. You know, he got into a rhythm, and they made the adjustments. He didn't get into a rhythm again. Again. Um, I have no problem with your defense. I am, you know, I was kind of teasing you on the other show or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's what's, what's your boy? Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky. Is the ceiling the floor? I said the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> the ceiling That's the floor. what George said. The ceiling the floor. The ceiling is the floor. Forget the roof. We, we've uh, never had a quarterback. But uh, I knew, you know what? I knew the game was over. <laughs> when I saw Cutler on the sideline, I said, this mother. Now, I will, I, I, will, I will say this for you. Now, again, I'm not too much worried about Trubisky or any of them. I know some people will be. I'm worried about more about Nagy. And, and you all have the same problem my Redskins have. And it's kind of funny. Three running backs, and, and you don't have none. So I felt Montgomery was the guy who was coming out there generating rhythm. You know, first two downs, mm-hmm. he's getting six, eight yards, and then now it's third and two, and you go to Davis. And you know what I mean? And and, and you and you rarely ran him. You passed when he was out there. So you kind of gave, you know. Showed your hand. Showed your hand yeah. early, you know what I mean, for um, Green Bay to be like, when Montgomery's in there, it might be a pass and run. But when Davis is in there, they they, they drop it back. No, no matter what the uh, the down and distance was. So it's a rivalry game too. That you know, and I'll talk about this when we get to the Patriots and Steelers. You had the whole offseason to pair for your rival. Yeah. You game plan for that. You knew coming in week one who you were playing, what the situation was going to be. So at that point, you could scheme. Now you know we'll see. Uh, it's it's this, it's like having a buy. You got plenty of time to put yeah. in stuff to do things uh, beforehand, but we'll see how week to week it goes. Yeah, and, I still- and anybody's going to get better. And we, um, we played Trubisky what two series maybe in the preseason. I want to say. No, I, so I mean, no offense is going to. I, I get it. I'm just and I I I'll be honest with you. I still have Chicago winning the division now. The way Minnesota played yesterday. You know, raising an eyebrow, I didn't think they would be on both sides of sides of the ball in 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 rhythm and sync as they were. But I feel at the end of the day, the one thing about Green Bay, they don't have a running game, and so at some point, it's going to really turn into either Aaron Rodgers is going to be great for 16 weeks, you know what I mean, or he's not going to be. I feel quickly than later, sooner than later, that. Uh, Chicago will really iron out the offense and the run and stick with Montgomery and it's going to be one number one guy and he's going to get the you know and he'll play off of whether it's run down regardless you know what I mean whatever it is and then maybe that opens up some things for Jabisky to do what he did last season and I don't trust Kirk Cousins 
So that's the reason why I don't <laughs> well, trust them. And don't trust the Lions either. So well, we see we seen yeah, them. We seen them with the bear yesterday. So how uh, you tie a game after being up? Up 24-6 and with a quarter <laughs> a half a quarter to go. And you let the five footer <laughs> that's his name, the five footer. <laughs> Fife Dog in Arizona. <laughs> that's Murray's name, baby. Fife Dog. Fife Dog. One time for Try Call Quest. But they got Fife Dog in Arizona playing quarterback. And you let that joker bring it back. Clingsbury, well, he took the onus by saying he didn't call a good game. And that's to be expected. First time head coach. You 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 have all these plays that worked in college. But it's a totally yeah. different beast when you come yeah, to the pros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but on the opposite side, you tell me a Belichick coach that's gone off and been good. Oh, we know coach. that tree ain't as good as they claim to be. Tree got some dead roots in there. Right. <laughs> they don't produce the good. They don't. <laughs> but I also will say this, um, and I, and, and I, our boy ain't called in. We ain't talked to him. Hopefully he's listening, though. He actually watched the New Orleans games. And he ain't paying no attention to the day. I forget. He called in the last couple of weeks. Um, yes. I know he's down here in Douglasville. I'm not right. quite sure of his name. <laughs> right. But Fitzgerald shows you why he's worth the money. He he tre- he helped he, him out tremendously. Tremendously. And that's the and that's the reason why I asked the question about the money uh New Orleans gave Joe Thomas. No, no, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Are you telling me once Breeze is gone after this year? But it's the way the money is now. I understand. And, that, and the, I, I, congratulations to Julio for getting NBA money. But no, but Julio, but people don't realize, and I'm gonna get phone calls on that. The one play, the play they keep on showing Julio doing great is him stopping interceptions. <laughs> so you you feel what I'm saying? But so I'm saying he I, got NBA money. And don't roll your was, eyes. What what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is don't tell me a wide receiver. I get it. the wide receiver is a dependent. Position, if the quarterback is not there, your numbers can be greatly affected. I, I understand Fitzgerald, that. whose you, numbers went down went because. Down. But there are times when you have a veteran wide receiver and you pay that money is because that wide receiver helps the quarterback out tremendously. As no, far but I'm as, saying Julio's sixty-six million, sixty-four is guaranteed. That's NBA money. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's all but he, guaranteed. But he's earned it though. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying. Is this could this now switch to where you, NFL players are now getting more guaranteed money oh, yeah, yeah. as opposed to that's a, all, opposed to hundred million over five years, but only forty guaranteed. That's all on the agent. We can agree NBA players and in an NBA uh, players association, they got better agents and better deals when it comes to the bargaining, you know, to the collective table, bargaining to agreement CBAs. than the NFL does. So the NFL has to start there. The players got to start with their agents. You know, being doing what Zeke did, doing what Melvin Gordon is doing. Sometimes you gotta fall fall on the sword and be that sacrificial lamb. But I'm not playing until I get my money. My money, the guarantee. Because I know money. what you're gonna do to me in two years. So I need right. my money now. now. You know what I mean? So until they start doing that and as a whole do it and change the change the forecast, then then no. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so. The Jets, who we thought they were, up 16-0, lose 17-16. Yep, up to bed. Um. As we mentioned, the Vikings twenty-eight to twelve. Of course, those last few points came toward the end of the game for the Falcons. Now I'm gonna ask Falcons fans this, and this, and just think about this, and this is the reason why I'm be real concerned about the, the season. You down twenty-one zero. You scored your first touchdown. Well, then you, your boy threw a pick in the end zone. But go ahead. <clears throat> but you're down twenty-one <laughs> zero. 
<laughs> Pac Man don't want to eat that. They want to eat that. No, I that mean, Maddie Ice. That's my quarterback. You love he telling top half five. Truths, he, he, he top he, five. My, he his, still is. Here's my, here's, my, here's, my, here's my question. Here's, and I'm not talking about Maddie Ice. I ain't talking about a player. I'm talking about strictly culture right now. You're I'm picking the end zone, though. You down 21 0. You down 21 0. You score a touchdown. And you go for two. Now, your offense hasn't done really squat all game long. So now, you telling me, and the way Minnesota's defense is playing, you telling me if you, you're going to score. Cause that, Wait, at that point, it would have been 21-7. 21-7. But you, if you go 21-8, you telling me you're going to score six times? Because I count the two-point conversion as another score. You know what I mean? You got to. So, you hadn't scored one at midway through the third. At what point you you but, pl- you, but do you realize when you go twenty one seven the game is still in play the defense can hold you get the ball back when you go twenty one six you've just you pretty much just sealed the game at that point. Think about this: Matt Ryan was the leading rusher at twenty four yards at halftime, and I th- want to say through the third quarter up until the fourth quarter he was the leading rusher on the team. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. They can't listen again. Right. The run game. I mentioned it. You mentioned it. That <laughs> preseason game in Miami. Yep. Stop laughing when you say a statement. That's what's killing me. I mean, you say all true stuff, but the hater in you just comes out. You, you can't smile and gleam while you say these facts. I mean, just go ahead. Just, 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 I'm just stating the facts. Tell the story. Don't be the story. <laughs> this guy. So. The, my, my my issue, and granted, is week, is week one. Oh. But everybody, you know. It's week one, man. They're bound nobody back against the Eagles. Yeah, no, no, but no. Here's my problem. Nobody's watched everybody's preseason, so you pick your teams and you kind of watch and you and you get a feel for what's going on. When I watched the Falcons preseason, the feel that I got from the Falcons was I didn't have an identity about who they were. Were you? So going, were, they don't were, run the were, ball. Were you going to be a pound team? Were you going to be a physical team? Or were you going to be cute and spread it out and all that? And that and that first play and, of the game, sat. And that. That old line. But I'm going back to that week three, game three of the preseason in Miami when you had first and goal and because the touchdown got called back and they decided it's preseason and you're talking about, you know, not being conservative. Yeah, you're going to be that, conservative. That's a prime time to go, to go. I'm running the ball four, t- four times for two yards oh, to, to get, get, to get a touchdown. And when he didn't do it, that was the indication for me on what I was probably going to see during the regular season. But again. And I'm the same way with my Redskins. The again, Redskins won games. The only reason why they won games because the other team's special teams goofed up the yeah. whole pro season. Well, y'all let the Eagles come back in that up game. Up 17-0. And they came back and won 32-27. And it should have been 32-20. They got a late touchdown. So right. Really, you know, if you didn't really watch didn't the game. Count that exactly. But again, what the Falcons' problem has been since the Super Bowl? Red zone. When they get into the red zone, that's been a problem. They scoring, can't see scoring, the in the scoring, scoring in the red zone has been a problem. So until you fix that, and I will give some of a pass to Matt Ryan again, a new coordinator, a new, you know, it's learning a new language. You had Jason Campbell in here who, you know, once again, you're learning a new language even though they're trying to fit you to what you do best. It's going to take a little bit of time. I, I'm not. But again, I'm, you gotta I'm, run the rock. I'm not. I'm gonna say this till I'm blue in the face, and it's gonna take a long time for me to get blue in the face. There's two things that you can do in football, and you will be in 90% of the game: run the ball, stop the run. And if you, but if you don't have that mentality of being a 
a, 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 a smash mouth team, of being a physical team, I didn't see no physicality out of the Falcons yesterday. On neither side of the ball. I watched Cook. I watched Cook. I, seen I wish a, I, I did have Davin Cook. I seen, I seen it a little bit on the defense in spurts. You know what I mean? Neil coming down the line. Uh, Grady getting off the block a couple times. I seen some physicality. The Ravens 59-10 over the Dolphins. Lamar Jackson, youngest player ever to have a perfect quarterback rating, 158.3. This is what he did, right? is what he did the <laughs> it whole first half. It was 42-10 at halftime. He, he patted the ball, looked. Second guy open. Look, this dude was going to his fourth progression and getting somebody open. Rams 30-27 over the uh, Carolina Panthers. That winds up being a good game. Seahawks 21-20 over the Bengals. Good game. Uh, Colts did good considering they didn't have luck. 30-24, to the Chargers won that game. Yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Jacoby. Yeah, he, he didn't play bad at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs 40-26 to over the Jaguars. Nick Foles. Uh, broke his clavicle, so he's out to week 11, which and, basically means And it like season. Dob- like Dobbs would be there. Yep, they picked up Dobbs from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, 49ers 31-17 over Tampa Bay, so everybody in the NFC South has lost, so Falcons well, fans can well, Sa- be happy Saints haven't that. lost yet, but they lose. They will. <laughs> uh, Cowboys 35-17 over the Giants. I've seen that. Giants don't have no defense. Right. Um, like as we mentioned, wet the bed, the Lions and Cardinals 27 all. Mm-hmm. Steelers. Got demolished 33-30 in the Sunday night game against the Patriots. I'm worrying about that again. I'm worrying about not so much for two reasons. One, I think Juju will be fine. He got to get used to being the number one man, and I can scheme to take you away. So who else is going to step up? Bill Belichick had all preseason to to beat the Steelers. But what I'm more worried about is Connor, the dude that's supposed to be the next coming of Lavelle Bell. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. So... Um, Let's before see. we get out of here, AB uh, was going to be to the Patriots, finagled his way out of what it seems to be the Raiders to get to where he apparently wanted to be. Because, I mean, how else do you get a deal done in an hour in the, the NFL? The, the, From the time, like, people are still talking about, oh, he's been released. And breaking news. Breaking news is like, no, the breaking news is he's already signed. I, um, hey, listen. You ever had a job when you walked in there and you realized you, should, you shouldn't have said yes? <laughs> <laughs> so he realized that back in June. He, and he tried to end, but he got to get up. We never signed a contract, so he had he to. He planned it. I, he I planned so. it. I do. I really do because it's, like, it's too perfect. Was wrong with him, and it was too fast. But, I, you know, people think about the CTE and everything, but it's the reason why he wanted that quote-unquote helmet is because he's never had a concussion. So you can't put it on the CTE, so that means – Hey. He had something to do with it. What does he see? What did he see in Oakland? Is the car that bad? We're going to see tonight. No, he no, it's not even it had nothing to do with Oakland. Oakland was irrelevant in the whole thing. Real quick. He while he was in Pittsburgh and he fell out with Pittsburgh, he, he wanted to go to New he England. He wanted to go to New England. That and they too. and Pittsburgh was like, no, they gonna hit, so they threw him to Oakland. <laughs> which is smart. Right. So right. which and is I, smart. And I should have thrown him to the so, NFC. Right, they exactly. did, but, you so know. he was like, so how do I get out of this? Yeah. Just act crazy until they make just like what do you do when we get out of a relationship? You either say bye or you act crazy so they don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. Well he couldn't say bye because he's under contract. Right. So what did he do? He had to I mean, and it Does works. He, right, quick, quick question before we get out of here. Does he stay the whole year? Yes. I've yes. seen this old story. We've seen yes. this old story with um, Randy Moss. With Randy Moss. No, Moss wasn't a problem like, like but, this. But, his added, but the, the reputation when Moss got well, to Oakland. You and look at the reputation left, was, of New England. So they always been crafty, shifty. Yeah. 
So this they, fits. They, 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 they didn't match many happen then. <laughs> <laughs> and they might be but 15 I mean, and 1. I mean, they were still going to be. Yeah, they were going to be Still fun. between them and the Chiefs anyway. With or without him. I had them at 13 and 3. Right. Now with him, I got them at 15, 15, 15 and 1. <laughs> they in the AFC East. And now they got another weapon power to beat whatever other team I thought they might have they might have lost to. Which maybe Which came. now they got the head to head against Pittsburgh. And they'll they'll beat the Chiefs, more than likely. Because they don't have a defense. Well, we'll see about that. I can't tell what they against Jacksonville yet. Cleveland Brown friends already burning jerseys. Hey, this is DNA Sports Talk. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat, which is down right now. <laughs> might be back up. <laughs> Website. <laughs> <laughs> Website is DNA Sports Talk. <laughs> dot com <laughs> and, the, and the email, email is reach us. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, and back here on Monday, yep. WWE <laughs> eleven hundred AM. Peace. <laughs> that is correct.